Ah, uh, Russia. You hear about it all the time. It's everywhere. In cuisine, world history, maybe even your elections, who knows. But despite many people hearing about it all the time, many do, many do not know about Russia's history. Sure, the words communist, vodka, Soviet, and maybe even Moscow come to mind, but for most Americans, that's about it. But never fear. Today I'm going to be telling you a little skazka, skazka means fairy tale in Russian by the way, about the fall of the Tsar and the rise of the Soviet Union. Let's get into it. The Russian Revolution is a term that is an all-around generalization of the different movements, events, and phases that took place between 1905 and 1922. The Russian Revolution has a very complex timeline that is full of many different uprisings and events which each deserve podcast episodes of their own. Most notably, the 1905 Revolution, the 1917 February Revolution, the 1917 October Revolution, and finally the Civil War between the Red and White Armies. But to truly understand these events, we first have to take a look into, their, into Russia's history. Russia has a long history of serfdom. This is a systematic oppression of Russian peasants in order to benefit wealthy Russian nobility and landowners who work for the Tsar. However, the Tsar eventually passed legislation which gave serfs more freedoms and essentially freed them from their landowners. However, they still lived in miserable conditions had no education, and could not progress in Russian society. Eventually, this dissatisfaction peaked in 1905 and resulted in the 1905 revolution. While the 1905 revolution was lost by the peasants, it laid the groundwork of dissatisfaction towards the Tsar, which would only be amplified with when mass desertions and bread riots occurred in World War I. As mentioned earlier, World War I caused a massive amount of problems for the Tsar. See, World War I was motivated out of their dedication to protect their alliances, which at the time many nations, many nations in Europe had so many different alliances that the assassination of Archduke Ferdinand snowballed and snowballed and eventually built up into that massive conflict. Russia was not equipped to face Germany. The German army was far more suited for modern warfare strategies and were much more well-armed. So, sorry for that pause. Um, World War I was a catastrophe for the Russian army. Many soldiers didn't even have weapons, or for that matter, food. Millions died due to incompetent generals who attempted to use very old cavalry-like 2D battle strategy, and many people began deserting and holding bread uprisings. Eventually, small socialist groups such as, most notably, the Bolsheviks, began gaining influence. The Tsar tried multiple political and political maneuvers, such as visiting his soldiers and planning battle strategy, but ultimately this did nothing to prevent the massive, uh, oh, how should you put it, 
cluster bleats and problems that they had. At this point, the Tsar was destined to be overthrown. The October Revolution of 1907 was by far the most influential, notable, and most well-known Russian revolution. This is, this is because it produced a notorious USSR. The October Revolution consisted of Soviet forces raiding the Kremlin of Moscow in order to remove the white provisional government. In case, for, in case you don't know what a Kremlin is, it's essentially a military compound or fortification that is common amongst Russian cities and was often used by the Tsar to keep military forces there and maintain a presence among his cities, most notably St. Petersburg, Moscow, and a few others. The Soviet capture of the Kremlin was key in the Civil War because it gave them a strategic advantage point in Central European Russia. This was vital for the Bolsheviks, or Soviets, because it allowed them to constantly defend against the White Army and transport supplies and troops to the front lines. During the Civil War, two sides emerged. The Reds, or Bolsheviks, and the Whites, or Provisional Government, along with people who missed the way of life under the Tsar. While the Soviets held their own and were completely alone in their stand against the Whites, the White Army was assisted by many Allied powers, such as France, England, Japan, and even America. However, due to the fact that the White Army had to move around the large mass of Soviet territory, they were often unorganized and could not su successfully deploy a spearhead into Soviet territory. The October Revolution eventually ended in total Soviet victory, and gave us today what we know as the Soviet Union. While knowing what happened during the October Revolution is important, what may be even more vital to understand about the October Revolution was how it happened. A man whose name we have heard mentioned many times was vital in this revolution, Lenin. Lenin originally, Lenin, originally Vladimir Ilyich Ulyanov, was born to a middle-class Russian family in 1870. A massive developmental moment in Lenin's life was when he was 17. His brother had been found guilty of a plot to kill the Tsar and was hanged. This outraged Lenin and fueled his passion for socialism and resentment for the outdated and systematic oppression of the serfs. As many leaders who rose to power do, Lenin read a lot, most notably the works of Karl Marx. Lenin also worked to no end to try and spread Marxist ideas to lower class peoples and factory workers. Lenin called for Russia to come together and establish a dictatorship of the proletariat. While dictatorship is a charged and controversial word now that makes us think of leaders such as Mao, Stalin, Hitler, Kim Jong-un, and more, back then it was seen as a possible option that did not have such negative precedent and was an appealing option for many modern nations. 
The Bolsheviks were also extremely appealing to the Russian people due to their platform, which consisted of peace, land, and bread. This also appealed to a massive and weary Russian army, which soon began staging coups in favor of the Bolsheviks. Eventually, as mentioned before, the Soviets won. And the Soviets, the Soviets delivered many rights that the Priyasar state had not done before. They gave voting rights to every citizen over 18, regardless of gender, and established democratic socialist republics. While on paper, these republics were supposedly equal, this was not the case in reality. Russia and the Communist Party were the true supreme force. Well, seeing as it's getting late from where I am, now you know more about 20th century Russian history than you probably did before. Glad to help. Anyways, I'd just like to thank you for listening to my podcast again. I've always enjoyed this as a hobby and just couldn't resist jumping at the chance of making a podcast not only for a topic that I'm passionate about, but for the enjoyment of my fellow classmates. Shout out to CA class of 2023. If you would like to learn more about the Soviet Union and what would become of it, you can learn about it more in the world history textbook made by today's sponsor, Pearson. Pearson has countless lessons about world history, science, and countless other subjects which further your understanding of our ever-changing world and what made it into what it is today. If anyone from Pearson is listening to this, um, please put me up for a sponsorship. I could honestly use some money. Once again, thanks so much for listening today. Russian history is complex and largely misunderstood and generalized. This podcast doesn't even do it justice, which is like crazy since it's like the best podcast to learn about literally anything. Anyways, that's all. Have a fantastic day.